Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Curiosity Cache, episode 14, which, sadly, for all of us playing the game, is Katie's last game for at least a while, while real life and, and adulting takes over and she has to go work. We totally understand, but Katie, we're going to miss you so much, so we're so glad to have you on today um, for one last session. And... What's I'm that? gonna miss you guys. I'm gonna miss you guys a lot. Aww. You've been awesome to play with. So yeah, yeah. I'm really gonna. Well, I'm gonna miss you, but let's maybe save that to the end. Yeah, yeah. No tears right now. So before exactly. we get to that point, uh, last week you had all entered the fun house that was in this strange little fishing town, and you'd found some like strange rooms that you had encountered different things in, but. As you walked out of one that had some swirling lights in this just like weird, complete darkness that no one could see in, um, you walk into a new room. And I believe it was Noah was going to tell us what is that room. So, uh, I know that Raka would be really thinking, hey, would this be a room where there's like just a, a whole bunch of like like there, there's a little pit and then there's a whole bunch of balls to play with and throw around and have a really good time and you know juggle because you can do that even when you're like a horse right but um there, there there's a slight chance that instead it's just full of mirrors and disorientation yeah or both so as you walk into the room you definitely notice that below you about 15 feet is just this enormous pit of multicolored balls but they're also hanging throughout the room these strange mirrors that seem to like warp your uh, your reflections so Raka as you walk in there's a very very tall version of you that's very skinny but also somewhat hourglass shaped what do you do I think Brock is going to look at it he's like hey what's up and who is and then try and then try to do an inside check to see if he recognizes that it's himself sure, or, that or something. <laughs> uh, what do you want me to roll? Yeah, you can do inside check. Eleven. So with your eleven, like it takes you a moment to to really comprehend that it is actually a reflection of it's more because you see the other mirrors around and you catch glimpses of yourself in those and in one you're like very squat and very wide and some others you're just like kind of distorted off to the side and weird things and so it's it takes you a minute but you you figure it out oh i thought it was going to be another iron bread and Sorry. yeah Bra braca says that to everyone and that just sulks a little bit so other people can enter the room okay Do, uh, does anyone was anyone next or who wants to go after Braca? I'll Braca. everyone's super <laughs> awesome to run into the next room <laughs> alright so Decim follows Braca in and Decim you notice the same thing there's this pit it's about 15 feet below you um and Brock, as you move forward, you notice that there is a ladder from where you're at that goes down into the the pit. You probably have it's probably for people going through the funhouse to climb out and go into the room you just left since you're going backwards through it. Um, but Decim, you notice like multiple Brockas that are misshapen as they move around, and then you see a very tall version of yourself reflected as well. 
Well, I was thinking about drinking a potion, but clearly the effects are still very strong and I don't need another one yet. But I will approach cautiously because okay. this may be real, but this may not be real. I'm not sure. And Pratchett and Captain Morgan, what are you two doing? Oh, I'll let Captain Morgan go first if he wants to. Okay, yeah. Um, we'll follow suit. Okay. And Pratchett, what's your passive? Was it? It's pretty low, isn't it? Like a 10. It's like 10. Yeah. <laughs> Um, as you walk out of the room with the spinning lights, you do hear outside somewhere that strange howl again. But as you walk into this room, it, it fades away. So everyone, as you, Pratchett and Captain Morgan, as you walk into the room, again, you see these mirrors and this this ball pit. Um, Braca, have you started going down or are you going to jump in or what's your what's your plan? Oh, my, my plan for now is pretty much just, you know, let, let everyone else in. And then um, once everyone else is in, you know, make sure that nothing immediately attacks us. Yeah. Then look for the quickest way to get down to the pit. Okay. So the quickest way is child. probably jumping or climbing down the, the the ladder. I mean, jumping is always the fastest way. But whether you believe that yeah, is but... safe or not is a different question. That, yeah, I'm going to look down. Does that look safe? You could do a intelligence check. Come on. Did it roll? It's being slow. Dun, 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 dun. So I'm going to give you uh it looks like it could potentially be safe depending on what the balls are made out of. Uh, oh, I am getting an error message that the chat in Astral is disconnected so I can send messages but may not receive updates. So I don't know weird. what I'm rolling. Yeah, weird. I would reload and see if it fixes it. Cool. Oh, technology. Um, so, 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 Braca saw that it's like, eh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if those are all wooden balls, it's gonna hurt a little to land on them. If they're soft, if they're made out of something else, it might be potentially fun to jump into it. Putting it that way, I'm gonna look for a ladder. Okay, so yeah, the ladder is is right there, and as everyone is kind of like pushing into the room, you realize that the the um, the area that you're standing on is not very large, and so it's it's definitely meant to like funnel people into that room quickly uh, after you. So you start heading down the ladder; it's fine. There's nothing strange about the ladder, and as you get to the bottom, and you like, I'm assuming kind of tentatively took touch the the balls, or do you just like plop in when you get to the bottom? No, when I, when I get to the bottom, I'm going to flop in. Okay. So as you, like, flop down, they're definitely soft. They seem to be, like, some kind of maybe canvas balls that are, like, sewn together, and they're very squishy. Um, what do you do from there? Start juggling. Okay. Do a performance check. 
And if it doesn't roll in the thing, go ahead and just roll a die and tell me what you get. And meanwhile, Decim, you are next through the door, so what do you do? Uh, do I still feel pretty like light and fluffy? You do, yeah. Um, and it looks like uh, Braca is not having a hard time juggling those. They're not like, rocks or anything. They don't appear to be rocks, and he's actually doing quite well with it. Um, every so often, he'll kind of like flub one, but he manages to catch it and keep it going. Hmm. I'm going to pause here and keep a lookout for snakes or something absolutely kind of weird burrowing creature that wants to eat us from below sure uh, keep on keep an eye out what's your passive i think it's 11 all right i've got your sheet let me check that and while i do that go ahead and roll me a d20 oh, uh, let me get a d20 <laughs> bring it up Dizem. You've got an 11 for your passive. Was that a oh. six that you rolled? Six. Yeah, six. Okay. So you look down and you don't see anything moving besides uh, Braca. And like, as he's kind of standing there, he moves around to make sure he can catch the balls and everything. And he kicks some of the, the, the balls around, but doesn't seem like anything else is moving down there. Captain, yeah. what are you doing? Uh, when I was officially into, like, this next room, I'm going to take some time to listen for any invisible moths. Sure. Go ahead and make a perception check. Ten. Okay. You don't hear any moths. Um, All right. You do hear, Probably. it's not really, like, a squeaking noise, but, like, the sound of, like, canvas um, rubbing together, and it's a little higher-pitched then it's not quite like rubber rubbing together right. down below you definitely hear that like or that rustling noise and Braca moving around um nothing from behind you uh-oh <laughs> roll a d whatever For now uh, let's, let's let's go d4 this time roll a d two. a two is that is that good so as you're listening, your eyes are kind of like glancing around, and you notice some of those, um, those, those shapes that are reflections of you all don't really move mirroring you, but seem to be moving on their own, and it looks like they're trying to like get out, but something is keeping them in the mirror. Oh, dear God. Oh, God. I, I just can't. I <laughs> <laughs> I I think what what the captain would do is he would have to go straight into captain mode and uh, get everyone's attention to direct them to them to the uh, because given the fun in this fun house it could just be a quirky like magic tool that's kind of creepy yeah. or it could be people like trapping people in mirrors and like I I don't know yeah um so yeah uh gonna let everyone know let's uh let, let's talk about this let's discuss and also keep moving because I'm getting creeped out okay. So Pracha, as he says this, uh, you look up to see what he's pointing at, and like this distorted image of Decim, where he has a very small body, but this huge head and his like fangs are sticking out, is like kind of like bashing its head against the the mirror, and you don't hear anything, 
but it's definitely like trying to get out of the excuse me get out of the mirror what do you do well for, first of all i as katie feel like i'm watching in pinky the brain the brain doing that um and then <laughs> Uh, I guess he's trying to take over the world. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to stare at it for a moment uh, and then look at the rest of everybody. All right. Who here knows magic again? Could be. Oh, by the way, uh, I heard wolves howling back there outside. Just something to keep in mind. But who knows magic? So I technically know magic, right? It's like a different kind of magic, but I have some magic. So I, so can I do like a, I guess an arcana check to sure. see if I can yeah, have a clue? What is, let me see. If I was arcana, why am I so hard to find? I'm right there. <laughs> 17. 17. Um, if you had to guess... And this is more based off of rumors that you've heard as opposed to things you've actually seen. Um, those, you would guess that those mirrors are some kind of guardians that essentially create this effect that these forms would come out and stop you. But why they're in a fun house doesn't really make sense. Um, so you're not you're not 100% sure that that's the case. But you've definitely heard of these, these like mirrors that essentially capture somebody's image and then that image comes out as kind of like a golem like a, an animated construct right um, really uh, strange for it to be here though are they all facing like us as in like backwards they're facing different directions yeah so like most of the mirrors aren't really facing towards you they're kind of facing elsewhere down into the gotcha. pit towards the other end um but some of them are yeah and you've noticed that as these single images have like taken uh, control of the mirror. So essentially the one with Decim with the big head, even though Decim has moved out of the reflection range of that mirror, that image is still there. I definitely so... don't want to fight a paladin. That sounds horrible. <laughs> so I guess I'm going to like look over to Pratcha and be like, we should, we should leave, right? Like we shouldn't be here anymore. Yes. Or smash mirrors. Or smash, want to smash mirrors? We could smash mirrors. Yeah, I will it. You are the magic expert. Will it release them? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one up to you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it. I would guess it would release them, but I will also guess that negotiating is what we do. Um. But also, those mobs were awful. They were I don't want to think worse. about what that's going to do. And I'm going to point to the brain again. Um, bashing yeah. head against the mirror. Yeah, that, I don't think we want to fight that. No, okay, I don't want to fight that. Although he could, looks a little tippy, so we might be able to just push him down. We could. Okay, how about we smash one mirror, right? And then if it is, like, the brain and it's attacked, we just tip it over and, like, run away. Yeah, let's let's smash the brain's mirror and see what happens. Okay, yeah. I agree. Okay. So before anyone does anything, I saw Braca put his hand up. Yep. Braca, <laughs> do you actually call out at anything to them, or are you just, like, silently down there trying to get their attention? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't fully know, but I, I think at a certain point, uh, 
well, well, they're all dealing with the brain up there. Pinky down here is going to start looking for an exit. Gotcha. Okay. So your dark vision is 60, is that correct? 30. 30. Uh, you do not see the other side of the room. Do you want to head that direction? Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I think Brocko would just start calling out, I'm going to look for the exit down here. Okay. It's a big place. So you head that direction, and Decim, you can see him head off. Uh, do you want to follow him, like climb down, or are you going to still stay up at the top there, Decim? Uh, what's my dark vision? It's not 120, is it? I it's... believe it is 60. 60. 60. You're not one of the reduced races for, uh, like, the, the Scarred Lands reduced... Dark vision. Uh, dark vision is a little different here. Um, hmm. He seems fine. It looks like Pracha and the captain are talking about something about the the mirrors. Yeah. Uh, I heard the word negotiate. Mm -hmm. I understand that word. Um, hmm. <laughs> you know you said that these these uh these images are not moving uh in in accord with our movements right so pretty much everyone that's facing towards you that you can see a reflection in now has some reflection of one of you and all of them are distorted, but so none of them now are reflecting what you're actually doing. They seem to have come alive on their own and seem to be trapped in the mirrors. Mm. So, uh, there was a man who wanted to trade shiny things for a thing that we had. And we gave him a box with the bug in it so that when he opened it, he would die and we would get his things. It's part of the game. Okay. That's all he says. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, Braca, you, uh, you kind of hear Decim spouting off this stuff uh what you make of it is completely up to you but as you go about 20 feet from where you were you do see the door on the other side it is also up a ladder and it seems to have a, like a larger the entire width of the room has like a platform at that height um it's about 15 feet up but there's only the single ladder in the center that goes up and you do see a door that goes beyond this room at that on that platform cool so i'm gonna start walk walking back and let everyone else know hey i i found the way out of here it looks like about as normal as anything else in here okay and pracha and captain you would technically be able to see the door except for there are like um actually pracha you wouldn't because you also have shorter dark vision but captain you'd be able to see it but all these mirrors are kind of like hanging in the way and distorting the vision and you don't really see the other side whatsoever um, you just kind of have to take Brock's word at it. How do you want to proceed? Do you want to follow him down? Do you want to break yeah, one of the mirrors? I, or... You know what? Captain, 
I'm gonna put this out there and I'll let you decide, which is we tend to ex do experimental things on a relatively often basis. Like we try things out, we see what works, we see what doesn't. But oftentimes when we experiment, things don't, explosions happen. Let's right. put it that way, explosions happen. Um, we wind up, you know, we wind up experimenting with bait and our, our ship sinks and then we're on a raft. We experiment with getting food and then you lose your first mate, maybe. Um, I experiment with a water pump and my thumb, my thumb's messed up now. Um, so I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to, we, sh we can break the mirror, but if Brock has found a way out, maybe possibly potentially um we go with what Braca says i'm gonna let you decide okay so what you're saying is that while you're pro experimentation yes um as we are only going to be like normal size for the next maybe 10 minutes mm -hmm. we should continue on uh that makes sense yeah uh so then we'll yell up Braca. we are we're gonna follow and make our way down into the pit with the nice fluffy balls okay and Desim, you see the kind masters heading down. What do you do? Well, I mean, they're all heading down, and I still feel light and fluffy, right? You do. Um, and those things down there look light and fluffy. The way right. that uh, Bra that Braca was juggling them, yeah. I think I'm going to uh, do a jump. Sure. Yeah, man. Jump, jump uh, over the ledge and uh, see what happens. Let's see. Your strength is amazing at an eight. Excellent. Yep. So, super. Uh, who's going first down the ladder, Captain or or Pracha? Either way, honest. I guess I'll go down first. Okay. So, Pracha, as you're like just a couple of rungs down, you see this white blur above you as Desim goes and jumps out and he doesn't make it very far and then he just kind of stops in midair and is just like hovering there he's, he's pretty close to some of those mirrors and like one that has Braca in it like the, the image of Braca starts just like pounding on the glass again you can't hear it but he seems very agitated like he's trying to get to Desim it takes after Braca. Um, huh. No, because if he took after Braca, the mirror would be broken. It's true. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll take that back because Braca true. has been amazing wow. lately. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Decim, are you stuck there? Desim, you're just kind of floating. You you can't seem to like move around at all. Like, you can't gain any direction movement. You can move, but you you can't go anywhere. Hmm. Uh, Got an idea. Desim blue. Desim just kind of does this. All right. And watches Brokaw's uh, reflection in the mirror. A bit of. Curiosity. All right, I'm and gonna turn and toss. I have a rope. 
I believe, at least part of a rope because we used some of it. Um, I'm going to toss, grab it out, and then toss the other uh, ends to Decim and say catch. Sure. Decim, yeah, just do it. Decim, just roll a d20 for me. 12. 12. Yeah, it's, it's pretty easy. You throw the, the rope up. Um, there's enough of a bundle. You catch it, Decim. And what do you do then? Um, I don't know. Hold on to the rope. Sure. I'm going to tie the rest of the rope around my waist. Okay. You know, kind of awkwardly. And then I'm going to continue climbing down the ladder tethered to tethered to him. Okay. Um, and see if I can just pull him with me. So as you get to the bottom, like every so often you have to let out a little bit more slack so that it stays. Uh, you feel like you can't pull down. Um, but as you let out slack, you get to the bottom and you feel like you could move Decim around horizontally, but you're having, you you can't seem to pull him downwards. Hmm. Hey Decim, can you try to climb down the rope? Uh, Decim will try and climb down the rope. Okay. Decim, do you want to go down? Well, like you're listening, but do you? Is it like your choice to go down? Well, I mean, I've been asked to, so uh, that's yes, of course. So yeah, you climb down the rope and make it to the bottom. He's kind of hovering like a couple of feet off the ground, like where to the, like where you have it tied at your waist, Pracha. Okay, that's fine. I'm just gonna tug him around along. Sure. After that, horizontally. (laughs) excellent so as you like walk forward you know like footing is a little weird um just because you are walking through this like pit that's full of balls and you can't even quite tell where the bottom is you're more like walking kind of stumbling around um but there's enough surface below you created by other balls that you can walk forward is everyone going to the other side yep okay so you make it to the other side. Uh, Braca, you're over there. Do you go up that ladder, or are you going to wait for them? Uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go up the ladder first. Okay. So you start heading up the ladder, and you get to the top, and the door uh, has, like, this covering on it. It seems like strips of uh, cloth or something that have been layered so that it creates more of, like, a curtain that has that you can like move aside as opposed to uh, a door what do you want to do when you get to the top say ah this door must be barred for me because i opened the last one so i'll stay here <laughs> you can absolutely go through that one but i believe it is chaz is going to tell us what is going to be on the other side so do you want to wait or do you want to go through uh I, I also want to wait because not, now that I'm up here, I'm, I'm, would I have seen Decim floating? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I want to stay here and not go through because I think this Decim floating is going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, so Pratchett and Captain, you make it to the other side. Decim, you're being, like, pulled along, and you just float through the air. It's very relaxing. Um as you get to the other side, Pracha and Captain, what do you do? I'm going to look at the Captain. Uh, after you, Captain. 
I'll uh, keep watch behind us with my passive perception of 10. <laughs> All right. I said, I'll climb in, like, open up the room. Okay. So you climb up. Uh, Pracha, do you follow after he climbs up? Yep. I'm going to follow and I'm going to do the same rope technique, which is I'm going to let it out um, slowly as I, I climb up. And then once I get to the top, I'm going to ask Desim to pull himself up the rope. Okay. Again. And Desim, do you, do you listen? I see nodding. Okay. So same thing happens. Pracha, you climb up. Uh, you Every so often you feel that pull, and so you let out more slack, and you get to the top, and you tell Desim to climb up, and he climbs easily up. Uh, at the top, Desim, do you <laughs> choose to, like, step out onto the 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 uh the ledge or are you going to let her pull you uh so does the pulling like vertically or horizontally work but not vertically uh so horizontally seems to work fine but vertically she didn't seem to be able to pull you now hmm. but i can pull myself up with no problem yeah huh um can I just will myself to go up, or does it require like active pulling? Do you do you want to try that instead? <laughs> no, 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 I do not consider the physics of what is happening at all. Apparently, so um, yeah, I'm going to keep pulling up on the rope. Sure. So he gets to the top. Again, he's floating above the ground, and Pracha, you can pull him forward, and as you do, you notice Braca's kind of, like, watching Desum, and he's watching out of Braca. You've noticed more of these images have appeared in the mirrors, but they all still appear to be trapped. Um, and Captain, you move through this curtain, and there's this hallway that seems like it has, like, these dangly, much like the curtain where there's just, like, strips of, of uh, cloth, but they've been, like, scattered, and you can tell there's a room about 10 feet down. What do you do? Uh, I guess, yeah, we'll push forward into the room. Okay. The the cloth seems, like, wet, which is maybe a little comforting for you, being a Triton and you've been out of water for a while. Uh, it's still a little, it's, like, slimy wet, which isn't necessarily, like, oh, well, that's amazing. But you go through, and there is, you get, there's the doorway. What's mm-hmm. on the other side there, Chaz? So I also have very limited funhouse experience, but I feel like I've seen on the television at some point, uh, like a Rick, a smallish room. So you have to like kind of crawl or crouch. Yeah. And then every once in a while, a puff of wind will be like, like just gotcha. So as you like look into the room, it just looks like a normal size room. Uh, you can see the door on the other side. It looks like it's way, way down there, like hundreds of feet. Um Oof. And you do you, do you want to go in? Uh, I want to look back. Okay. Uh, looking back, you can see who's going first, Pracha or Braca? I'm going to let Braca go first just because I'm towing a Dessam. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Is that all right with you, Braca? All right. Okay. Uh, Braca will volunteer to go first and <laughs> try to completely ignore that he has been volunteered. Right. <laughs> You've been voluntold. Um, so as Pratch is like kind of dragging Desim through the air, you step through and 
again, like there's several of these, several layers of these strips of cloth that make up the uh, the the doorway. But then you get through the other side, and the, there's like those. There's many more that have been hung from the ceiling, and they're kind of slimy as you move through them. It's just kind of gross feeling, um, but you don't feel like it does anything. And you can see the captain turns around and looks at you. Do you, Captain, that's what you see. Is there anything that you want to do or say? <clears throat> no, just looking um, at like size comparisons and stuff. And then making sure like we all get through before we like venture into this hundreds of feet long hallway. Right. Totally. Okay, so Braca, you catch up with him as he turns and heads into the room, and Pracha yeah. um, follows Decim. You're just being drugged through this, and it kind of like slaps in your face, and it's a little uncomfortable, but nothing like terrible. Captain, yeah, how far do you want to go? Um, once I like have everyone in like vision, I'll walk through like slowly-ish, okay, carefully. So. As you walk through, make me a perception check. You can do it at advantage because you do have an amazing passive, but I don't want to just use your passive for this. Right. 12. 12, um, 12. You manage to stop yourself. You, it's, your, your mind catches the illusion before you like run into the wall, but the door seems to get closer much quicker than you expect, but it stays the same height. So essentially there was this like, and you look around the room and the room has been painted to make it look like it is getting smaller on the other side rather than actually being so far away. Right. So it's this like visual distance. Um, but the, the ceiling is at an angle. So you do have to start like crouching down. And once you get to the door, you're pretty much crawling. Gotcha. Um, yeah, there's only one thing to do. Like, open the door and just kind of, like... Crawl through? Eel your way through. Sure. Uh, Baraka, so you're going after him. Uh, do you want to follow him through the door? Mm. Yep. Okay. So the same thing, like, you're, as you're walking, you actually catch it because he stops all of a sudden... And reaches out and kind of touches to feel the ceiling, even though you can't really see what he's touching. Until you get there, you realize the ceiling's been painted to look like the hallway is continuing on. And so you manage to follow the ceiling as it drops down, and you also are on hands and knees crawling as you follow the captain through the door. Pracha? Gonna look at Dotham. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Desim. Yes. This is possibly the first and maybe the only time I'm going to ask this of you. Would you mind demonstrating how to squeeze? And I'm going to gesture towards the tiny door. <laughs> Desim lights up and is super thrilled to be able to demonstrate this very important life-saving skill that everyone should know how to do, and that is squeezing. Uh, yes, yes, Desmond will uh, will squeeze like the champion squeezer that he is through that smaller enclosure. 
Nice. So as this mentality takes over and you're like wanting to show her this, you just drop to the ground and rush over. Um, you definitely have to like crouch down as you get closer and he squeezes through the door. Try this. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to crouch down as best I can and make myself as small as possible and try to get through that door. Yeah. So Brock had probably had a similar issue getting through the door, um, but he did all right. You have like the sword and everything on you. So it's like kind of clanging around and it sticks on the, the door jam a little bit, but you managed to make it through and there's just this dark hallway ahead of you. It's not dark like the other hallway was. You can see people crawling ahead of you. And Captain, up kind of far off in the distance, you can see bright light. Yeah, I think I'm going to crawl as fast as possible to that bright light. Okay. So as you get to the end, you see that there is like a, um, the floor is this stone, but it seems like it's, they're like paver stones. They have like designs on them and such. And it feels much, um, the closer you get to the light, it feels much warmer than you expected it to be. Not like hot, but as though this light that's starting to shine on you is actually sunlight. Like it's warming the ground like that and bits of grass start poking up between the uh, the pavers and out beyond the door you can see some like crumbled columns and such laying off in the distance but you just see a massive cloud on the horizon so essentially you see ground to some columns and then above those columns is just this massive cloud it seems much closer than it should. Um, he is going to communicate that okay. with the peeps. Um, gonna keep crawling because like there's nothing else to do at this point. But sure, that uh is also disconcerting. Keep an eye out for any magic symbols or anything over there, since you're the expert at that just in case we found the the source of all evil <laughs> fair enough captain can you see this map i just dropped you on i can and okay. it's much more disconcerting than i originally thought <laughs> so the area that you came out of is right there and i'm actually gonna flip over so everyone can see this so mm-hmm. you just came out of this this column here Right. There's like a very small crawlway that goes back into it. And you can see uh, Braca climbing through behind you. Um, it, like, even just glancing at the width of it, like here to here, it makes no sense that the tunnel that you just climbed through should empty out into a, you know, anything else on the other side. It should just go out to the other side of that structure that you crawled right. uh Braca, are you going to follow him out yeah i mean i guess i could just you know keep my big horse butt here keep everyone stuck but <laughs> right i'll keep walking okay uh captain are you gonna move out of the way or do you want to stay there 
Uh, I'll probably stay here in disbelief until Brock like starts pushing. Like, get gotcha. out of the way. So yeah, you're not. I, I wouldn't super push. Close. I'd ask, "Hey, Captain, what's going on?" I think we made a wrong turn somewhere, <laughs> and I'll move out so he can uh, enjoy the vista. I guess. So Brock, and yeah, as he moves, as he moves out of the way, it reveals that same thing where you can see a little bit of land, some of these fallen pillars and such, and then just clouds, much closer than they should be. Do you follow him out? Huh. <laughs> Do we have anything that we can throw to see if it's just clouds and... I mean, yeah, there's rocks on the ground. Uh, I think you all have some kind of object you could throw. Uh, did you keep any uh, of those juggling rock. balls? Yes, of course, if you, I could. Yeah, absolutely. So, Baraka, yeah, yeah you, you emerge out yeah. and you can see. Does, does that map load up for you there, Noah? Whoa, okay. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so hmm. <laughs> All right. So I'm 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 gonna look around for anything that seems like an obvious uh ball a button or target to try to throw a ball at. So as far as like to try and trigger something, that kind of button Yeah. Sure, go ahead and make a perception check. seven you don't really see anything um as far as the the kind of thing you're looking for what you do notice looking around other are several other land masses off to the the right and left uh, you see a much larger one down if you can scroll around on your map it's down to the right and it seems to be hovering a bit above your horizon line and there are several islands that seem to kind of like they don't quite act as steps, but they definitely go up to it. And from where you're at, uh, you don't see anything else. Well, I, I, I will try and throw a rock over the side to try and confirm the bad news that, yeah, we're going over the side. Okay. So, yeah, you take a rock and you chuck it, and it goes out into the air and falls. Like, it, it doesn't... It doesn't do what Decim is currently doing where he's like being or like where he was being like horizontally moved. It just goes over the edge. Hmm. I wonder if Decim could horizontally move across this. So Pracha, you're you're like climbing through as he's doing this and you can see them standing on this ground outside. They seem very disconcerted by something, but they're kind of blocking your view. What do you want to do? Oh, I'm sorry. Decim actually climbed through. Oh, next. yeah. Yep. That's, My bad. Yeah. Decim, you were actually squeezing, so you went through uh, yeah. before Pracha. What do you do? Decim is actually pretty pleased with himself, uh, and he is going to uh, 
call out coaching, encouraging words to the people who are still behind, uh, still learning how to squeeze this very important skill that we should all have uh, mastered to truly be the heroes that we are. Squeezing's the best. It's the most important. Sobraka and Captain, it's definitely taken them a bit more time to climb through than you have. And you can hear Desim like coaching Pracha how to squeeze through all of this. Desim, are you going to exit the tunnel or do you want to... Oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to exit the tunnel okay. and then call into the tunnel uh, while also chittering and slithering some, some common squeezing uh, children's rhymes, you know, like... Uh, the, the the mouse and the snake and uh, the the mouse and the thousand spiders and the mouse and the uh, the hungry creature who shall not be named that also comes through the tunnel to eat you. Um, <laughs> these are really important uh, and uh, heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, rhymes that he is uh, he's chittering out uh, quite happily to encourage um, the others to get through quickly because. You will get eaten if you can't squeeze. Excellent. So, Pracha, yeah, yeah. you're definitely feeling um, rushed to get out. Like, yep. this, the squeezing in itself was a little disconcerting. You're definitely, like, that, that, like, nervous sweat has, like, popped out as you're, like, you know, army crawling through yeah. this. But then he starts talking about crap that's waiting for you in the dark and in tunnels that's <laughs> going to eat you. And he's, like, so happy about it. And he's, like you know, waving you on and everything, but you're just like, what? What do you mean there's stuff in the tunnel that's going to eat me? What do you want to do? So this is kind of what it sounds like. Damn it. Ah, damn Damn it. <laughs> as, I, as I crawl through, muttering okay. to myself and, and banging because all the equipment is not right. being as streamlined as it should, especially because there's that little bit of panic from creatures and moths and I can't remember do you have a shield uh I believe so yeah so it's even it's probably on my yeah you know, every so often you like get stuck it. by it and then yeah. those of you outside the tunnel just hear this like screeching noise as she just grabs and pulls herself through <laughs> and you manage to make it out Desim's standing there he's kind of in the way and he's just like so happy about it Desim do you get out of the way for her or are you just like too enraptured Oh, no, of course. I mean, like, um, as she emerges, I've got out of the way. Okay. Um, and um, we'll... Hold on. Let me, let me see here. Um, can I attempt to go up? Do you want to go up? I mean, up seems to be the way to go. Like, a big celebratory jump, really. Yeah. How you you can absolutely, can like... As you want to go up, you can move 30 feet up if you wish. So, like, the most epic 30-foot jump. Right. Probably ever experienced. Like, oh, everyone's watching man. as he just, like, bunches up and jumps up in the air, like, Superman style. And then about 30 feet up, he just stops. He's a really good jumper. <laughs> He's a great jumper. Still jumping, you know. I start so counting time like this. <laughs> Are you waiting for him to come back down at a rather rapid pace? Yep. Gotcha. Yep. All right. So, Pracha, uh, can you see the map? Uh, 
Now I can. Yeah, look at that. Excellent. Oh my gosh. So yeah, you. <laughs> what? Where are, are we? You all appear to be on some kind of floating aisle. It's surrounded by clouds, and you can definitely tell there are um, like other chunks of rock that are floating around it. What do you do? Oh. Um. Mm -hmm. This is where Decim saves the day. <laughs> uh, hmm. is there are there like steps down or is it just clouds and just floating bits of rock so from where you're like at you do see um, these steps on either side of this column like this small structure it seems to lead up okay. you can't you're too close to really see what's at the top uh, mm. you do see other other chunks of rock that are floating especially this one that's down further off to the the south yeah east um, but you don't see stairs that are visible from where you're at that go to any of those. Uh, you can move closer to the edge if you'd like to try and see if there's anything below you. Okay, I'm going to move to the edge slightly. And I'm also going to call back over my shoulder. We might want to go up those steps in case the evil of doom is at the top of the steps, Good which call. is what I'm calling yeah. this. As you get out to where you're at, you do notice um, at the top there is, well, you can't see the details of it, but you can see that there is a flat platform up there. Uh, this area rises up as well to the platform. And looking off to the right on the map, you can see down, like below the horizon of what you're standing on is this large, well, medium-sized chunk it has some rocks on it, um, but it doesn't have to, it doesn't have anything that seems all that interesting. But go ahead and make me a perception check. Oh, my favorite. There <laughs> uh, we go. Twelve. So as you get closer and you're like kind of looking off this direction. Um, off to the south, that larger chunk has more of a the remnants of a building. Um, and you can see the statue that's standing in the building. And there might be something laying in front of that statue. It's just really hard to tell what it is. But it doesn't seem to be rock, and it doesn't seem to be part of the, the ruins. While she's doing that, and she calls out um, to watch out for the, what'd you call it? Evil of Doom. The Evil of Doom. What are uh, Braca and the Captain and Decim doing? So have we been up there to get a closer look at what could be the Evil of Doom? Not yet. Do you want to head that direction? Yes. Sure. I, I think I'll follow. Because I, 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 I feel like we may need to negotiate to get some of these islands to move closer to us. Right. So except for Decim, can everyone else move their tokens? Okay, so go ahead and move to wherever you want to head to. And Decim, since you're watching on the Twitch, where would you like to go? Do you want to follow them? Is there somewhere that you can see uh, on the map that you want to head to? Well, right now I'm 30 feet up. Uh -huh. uh, oh, actually, that is a very good point. You can see the top of this. Um, there appears to be an inscription in the stonework but like you can't seem to make yourself go over to it it's just you're just kind of stuck in the 
position the height that you're in. Right. It, is he still connected to a rope? Can it, can one of one of us like pick up the rope? Decim, did you release yourself from the rope, or did you stay connected? Uh, well, I mean, I was tied to the rope. I believe. No, no, no. Wait, so I was holding onto the rope. We're holding on. Uh, I tied the rope to my waist. I think. Yeah. Um. I believe that it it makes sense to just kind of wrap balloon my way uh, around because that seems to be a really comfortable and lazy way of travel. Gotcha. Uh, and so at the where Pracha is standing, essentially the the rope is almost taut between the two of you, but it hasn't started pulling you because she's not quite far enough away for it to. Hmm. Um. Question. Actually, yeah. can I sustain like weight or pressure uh, from the rope, like a, a point in space, like a like a swing or or such? Hmm. If I'm understanding you correctly, not so much. So essentially, you can go up and down. Yeah. And but if, if by, by willing yourself the, to do so, the and, anchor point. Of a swing. So could you like wheel yourself up at an angle? Is no, that what you're saying? no, no. Could I be the anchor point of a swing? So like, oh, uh, like, oh, like, like I gotcha. Bit, like he hits a an anchor point that he swings across. Like is that? So when Pracha was trying to pull you down earlier, there was no budge. There was no give whatsoever. So potentially yes. Oh. Uh. Okay, just just taking note for like all of these surrounding islands, uh, I could potentially be that anchor point that they could Indiana Jones themselves across, right? Right. Gotcha. Be right. <laughs> just important to to note. Um, hmm. What does this engraving say? It just seems to be symbols as opposed to words. Language. What's that? What language is it? Uh, not 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 verbal symbols. Not like writing, like iconography, uh, shapes that make a larger design, but are not words. It looks pretty much like what's on the map. Yeah, I don't. I, there's a delay on the map right now. Um, uh, what's on the screen on Twitch is which you can see. I'll even zoom in just so you can. I, I, I see it now. Okay. Uh, so just kind of a, a pattern. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm just going to allow myself to be dragged around like the rat balloon I am right now. Okay. Uh, so Braca and Captain, as you head up the stairs, you get to another level that, again, has more stairs. And the Captain has started heading around. And you get to that top area. And there's that platform on the top. And it does seem the, the stone has been worked. Uh, there is some inlay of probably metal is what it looks like. It looks a little shiny, but it seems very uh, flaked away. It's not really like complete anymore. But it looks pretty much like what you're seeing on the on the screen. What do you so, think? Captain? Uh, seems like we may, may maybe this is something that we step on and it moves the islands or we manipulate in some way and it moves the islands 
could be, yeah, because this uh, this particular island doesn't seem to have much on its own. Yep. Captain, do a uh, do you have history? Uh, let me check. No. Go ahead and roll a history, but do it at advantage. Fourteen. Okay. So as you're looking at it, it looks very much like um, like a nautical compass that would be on a map. It's way more in depth than that. Um, has a lot more points on it than you would see on the map, or you know, on a map or whatever. Um, and it's way more flourishy. There's a lot of symbols on there that probably wouldn't be included uh, on a typical map, but it definitely makes you feel uh, like it has something to do with navigation. Gotcha. So I'll communicate that. Brock, I think this is some kind of like navigational tool. It looks like a compass that I had at one point, although way fancier than that thing. Uh, okay. You're familiar with tools. Oh, what? what? Uh, you're familiar with tools. Are, are you able to read this at all? If it was a compass of some kind? I'm, compasses have that uh, thingy that points north, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to look for one of those. And also, uh, is the scale accurate? I could say one of our bodies be the appropriate length ah, nice. of the compass needle. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, scale is is accurate, correct? Yeah, so I'm I'm going to a first start looking around for a needle, or something that could be needle-like, or anything else that seems like this would have mechanical components. Yeah, do an investigation check. So hey. as you, <laughs> right, as you inspect it, um, you do get the feeling that there is something to this. You're not 100% sure what it is. There are certain grooves that you notice that shouldn't be there if this was just a an art inlay into the stone, almost like it is some kind of device. You're just not sure how to use it. Well, I think I think it's time to start tinkering and trial and error. Uh, what kind of object seems like it would fit into the groove? So the grooves are more like um, fine seams as opposed to grooves that you would like stick something into. Uh, but it does appear like maybe there there might be depressible portions on it. Uh, there might you might be able to turn okay. some of it. I I press one and try and start turning to where I think the exit is. Okay, can you on the map? ping me where you want to click. Maybe. I'm thinking that... If your ping uh, isn't working, just tell me what... Can you remind me how to, how to ping an astral? Uh, double click, or click a bunch of times, and it'll keep pinging. There we go. So bottom right. Excellent. So yeah, on that side, it looks like you find the seam on like that outer, um, there's like the, the outer circle that seems a little bit more complete, but it isn't the actual stone part. 
you seem you find like a scene that seems to run the arc of that that curve and you look around and you notice like it that seam actually kind of falls around but there's like dirt and debris and growth that are kind of clogging up the seam so as you try to move it, it you get the barest budge out of it but it doesn't seem to like want to move but maybe if you cleaned out the crap yep. that's built up into it so Brocka, do you start doing that Oh, yeah. Okay, so, Captain, you see him start, like, pulling weeds, and, like, he blows some dirt out, and he starts pulling out, like, little uh, tinker tools and stuff to, like, kind of gouge out small rocks and debris. Do you want to help him, or what, what's your plan? Uh, yeah, the captain will help out Raka, because apparently, like, cleaning out will, like, be useful, so he'll just kind of, like, pay attention, like, if Raka starts pulling weeds, he'll, like, pull weeds somewhere else. Okay. So while you two are cleaning that out, Pracha, you are at the edge. Uh, you have a rat balloon with you. Uh, he seems yep. completely complacent to where you would like to lead him. What would you like to do? People up top are being smart, so I'm going to... I'll pull him. I'll wind up walking up the stairs and then kind of like tug him over so he can get a better look at what's going on and okay. potentially assist with the, that. So go ahead and move yourself to where you like want to go. And then I'll move Absolutely. Decim accordingly. <laughs> over here. Awesome. So yeah, Decim, it's, it's a bit of like zigzagging for you, but essentially she's able to pull you to about there as she goes over and then back over and then back up and she just kind of keeps tugging you in different directions but manages to get you to there when she moves and i'm being dragged by the rope uh -huh. is there like any um, residual speed like she pulls this way or is it kind of like stop at a point as she stops moving? it's pretty abrupt yeah abrupt okay so there's no, like, drag or, like, glide in the air. Yeah, it doesn't seem like if, if she were to run with you like a kite and then stop that you would keep moving. It doesn't seem like that now. Stop. Like, yeah. Where I, where the, it's pretty where abrupt. Stopped. Yeah. Okay. All right. Kind of getting a feel for the physics of whatever is happening yeah. here. All right. So, Pracha, do you do anything when you get to the top, or are you just bringing him over and then kind of checking out what the others are doing? I'm kind of checking out what the others are doing, and if they're clearing things off, I'll I'll assist with with that sure. to kind of do it faster because we gotta we gotta go. It definitely looks like there are are several um, areas once once you guys have started clearing out Captain and Braca, Once you have like. Um, cleared out a certain area it becomes obvious that there are multiple parts of this that have moving features and so pracha um, watching them you can also see this and you can go over and start pulling weeds and moving dust off um debris all of this decim what are you doing um i mean it's it's been a while and uh i'm gonna fish around in my bag and uh see what's in there because i mean the mirrors are cool um, and this whole like floating around like a rat balloon is cool um, but maybe maybe i can push it further it's maybe true something else some 
something that just hasn't hasn't been unlocked yet. It's got to keep drinking. And I mean, if nothing else, uh, it tastes good. It tastes great. <laughs> you know, I've had like a, a stash of potions. Oh right? man! So you're gonna uh, yes, are you gonna down a potion? Oh yeah. Excellent. Roll a d10 for me. Six. Six. I am pretty sure. Let me double check. That is the same effect you are currently under. It is. Uh, that tingling bubbliness fills you. Doesn't really seem to make it any more potent. Does it look the same as the last one that made me feel that way? Do an intelligence check. I feel like you're downing them so quick, you may not really be paying attention. <laughs> but let's see what Fair you're... Uh, 17 is my total. Nice. And you've got a bonus, I'm pretty sure. Definitely, yeah. Uh, the one, So, like, as you pulled it out and drank it, yeah, it definitely looked the same. Are there any others that have had any kind of repeat feelings or flavors now thinking back like it seems like you've tried a different one each time up until now hmm. all right i'm gonna chew on that for a second okay so while he's giddily drinking his potions and chewing on the the aftertaste uh the three of you pracha Braca, and and uh captain morgan managed to clear out um, pretty much what you think is the the moving mechanisms of this inlay. And after you get all the dirt and everything out, it definitely does seem like a mechanism. Um, Baraka, with your knowledge of like tinkering and, and uh, the different things that you've made, it might go lower. Like you might be activating something that's deeper within. But you also you just climb through a tunnel that's directly below this. So if there are mechanisms, it doesn't really make sense where those mechanisms go to. It's just a realization you have. You can do with it what you will. So, yeah, I, we, we had to clear this out to try to figure out what this is, but it seems like there would be mechanisms that go lower to the tunnel we're in, so... I don't really know what we're dealing with, but I don't think we have a whole lot of options other than trial and error. Agreed. Uh, yeah, it's been weird so, ever since we saw that candy house, so I'm with you on this one. Yeah, I'm... Uh, yep. Let's try experiment. If worse comes to worse and we can't get this to work, I'm going to point to Decim. We got Decim. And he's just kind of like floating there, like a little like yes. rat balloon. Yes, the paladin will save us, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna start playing with some buttons. Okay, so levers. As you mess around with them, you push buttons, and you hear, you hear these rumbles, almost me mechanical, um, like gears turning and such. But you don't really feel that sensation that if there were gears in the tower you're in, or that like that raised area. Um, you should feel like more vibration. You should feel like some kind of uh, sensation in the ground for the sound that you're hearing, but you don't. 
But as you're standing there, um, Captain, you notice... I don't know how zoomed out you are there, Captain, but way off to the the right on the map is a little island. I'll ping it for you. It begins descending. So I'll start like, look, 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 look. Yeah, and Braca, as you look up, it just goes out of sight as you look over Braca. Uh, okay, which island was this? So if you are zoomed out, can you see my ping there? No, I think because I'm too zoomed out, I can't see your ping. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they definitely... Uh, so you're on the main one. There's a large chunk off to the right. Yeah. And then just to the right of that chunk is a small chunk. Do you see that? Uh-huh. That one yeah. just disappears from Braca's sight. And Braca, you're... Can you're, I try you, turn your hand the is still, other direction? So it's more... This one was more of a depression. And as you... Do you want to take your hand off of it when you see this? Yeah. So as you take your hand off of it, um, that noise stops. It doesn't reappear, though. Uh, does it seem like there's anything that's uh, either an undulation or something that I can turn the other way to try and get more islands to appear? Yeah, you definitely feel like there are sections like of the larger circles that if you were to turn like they're they're a turnable kind of thing do you want to try to do that yep sure so you go to that ring that you first saw that you think can turn and you try it one direction it doesn't move at all but when you try the other direction it does shift it seems like it can go much further than just like a simple turn how far do you want to go with it does it seem like it's going in the same direction uh, clockwise as so the you, one that made an island disappear? So the, the island disappearing one was more of a depression, and the spinning one, uh, you can't get it to go um, counterclockwise, but you can get it to go clockwise. Uh, I'm going to look at it and, and try and, if I, like just holding on to it a little bit, get a sense of, uh, does this seem like it's something that's going to get stuck? If I only pull it part way, is it going to stick there? Right. So it's now that it's all been cleared out, it's actually pretty easy to move. There's still probably some age to it. That's making it stick a bit, but as you move it, you feel like it, it's not going to get stuck and not be able to go back or anything. Um, all right. You haven't gone very far with it yet. So let's go halfway. Okay, so as Braca begins turning it, uh, the sky gets darker and stars begin to like glimmer. Uh, depending on how far Braca you you take it, it will continue to get darker and darker. If you stop, it just stops at that light level. I try and turn it back. It gets brighter out. I say, okay, uh, I think we need to do a little experiment and turn it all the way to darkness. Okay. As you turn it all the way to darkness, Maybe we'll like... The... I'm sorry, what's that? Maybe we'll see a bridge or something. Gotcha. So as you turn it all the way, um, the darkness 
becomes more nighttime. It's not like a complete darkness like in that, that one room. Uh, the clouds are still around you, but up in the sky, you can see all of these constellations. Um, it doesn't appear that anything else has changed as far as the islands go. Uh, Captain, you've navigated about the stars too, right? Uh, you, you think there might be a clue in the constellations? Do they all look in the right place? Mickey, uh, either one of you or both of you can do a uh, history check. Ooh, history. I was really hoping for some... Okay. Ooh, that's pretty good, though. Okay. That so makes the, one of us. Um, so, Braca, they definitely don't look to you like you would expect them from being in the desert. Captain, same with you, but you realize they're not... Um, the stars are much larger. And so it seems like maybe it's a distance thing. Right. Because as you're looking around, you see this really bright star over there. And it looks a lot like one that you navigate by, but it's just, it doesn't look quite right. And then it clicks that it's because of your perspective. You must be either very far in the sky or something that has caused your perspective to be shifted. And so, yeah, you can start naming the constellations um, that you can see, which are actually few. Like, the night sky has more constellations than what you, you from your perspective, can see. Right. Um, I'll say, yeah, these seem right. Slightly big for my taste, but, you know, they're all in the right position. Um, I do think, if I had to take a guess, I'm pretty sure we're somewhere in the sky. Uh, way, way in the sky, so that these constellations seem bigger than I'm used to as someone who navigates on the sea. Uh, have, does any of your experimentation ever send you into the sky randomly? Because this is a first for me, I have to say. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's like that hesitation. Everyone's like, no. Except Dessa. Dessa, yeah. Right? So while they, they're trying to figure this stuff out, what are Pracha and Desim doing? Um, you know what? Hey, Desim. You up for some, uh, some experimentation, maybe? Like, I'm thinking of tossing you next island over and see how that goes. Uh, Desm is more than happy to serve. Okay, I want to make sure he's, t but you're still tied to me, so that way I'll brace myself in case something happens and we'll just pull you back up. It'll be fine, I'm sure. That's fine. All right, let's go. All these guys, all these guys do do their uh, do their thing. They'll okay. probably figure it out. So of the islands, there are like four that are closer. On the south okay. side of the the one that you're on, those three seem closer than the one that's off to the right of the island. But you tell me which of those you would like to try. Let's 
go on over to the south side in case this ends horribly. Because um, we don't want to lose our paladin. Um, and go from here. Unless, uh, unless this uh, wall thing in front of me is uh, an actual wall. It, I, I it don't is, know if it's like I can step over it or if it's like a full wall I can't step over. It is a crumbled wall, but like on the edges um, and even like through some holes in the wall, you could get to the other side. Okay, I'm going to get to the other side. Okay. Um, I'm going to toss the rope over the wall so that um, kind of like what you do when you have a dog on a leash to like right. maneuver around. Um, I'm going to go over here. Great. I'm going to tie the rope securely around my waist. Okay. All right, Dalton. Are you ready for this? He just gives you thumbs up. Okay. Um, yeah. And grab the rope and then just yank it as hard as I can in that direction to kind of okay. like... So you want to go it. for the one that's directly south in my... Yes. Okay. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like so make a strength check thing. for me. Strength check. All right. Here we go. Um, strength. Uh, right here. All right. Oh, that's, that's not. Um, uh, you can do athletics. That might be easier to click. Uh, there we go. Excellent. I mean, I'll take that. <laughs> so Decim, did, like, though earlier when she was like pulling you along essentially you would just stop when she stopped pulling there's a certain amount of force that she's winging you forward with oh no okay and let's see one two three four five i will i will totally go with the uh the, the force if uh that helps so he is speeding along and gets to about there as the rope begins to go taut what do you uh Make me a dex check, Pracha. Okay. Fair. Uh, dex. All right. Um, I'm going to... Actually, if I... I guess I should say dex save. Ah. Sorry, dex save. Dex save. Um, I can always do a d20 because you can see my mod. Um, saving throw. There we go. Okay. So... As he goes winging forward, the force of him hitting the end of the rope just, like, rips you off your feet. And you, like, reach back to grab something, but there's just not, nothing to grab. And okay. so you fall off the edge and okay. begin swinging down. Okay. So you are about 15 feet down from this point right here on the map. Okay. And... You just kind of like collide with the the rock. Um, you manage to get your like arms up to block like your face from just smashing into it, but it's a yeah. little uncomfortable. And you look up and you can just see the, the the rope goes up from you and then disappears at a hard angle over the edge. Decim, you're just like floating there and it's very taut on you and you can feel that pressure in like your body as yeah. like the the rope is um, like pulling you. What do you do? Uh, well, I mean, I've uh, slowly begun to deduce these uh, these physics of this 
super amazing ability that I have now, uh, being a rat balloon. And um, she is no longer on the other side, right? Uh, she, she's dangling. You can't see her at all. She seems to be dangling over the edge, though. Okay, so I, I do suspect she's still attached to the rope, right? Yeah. Um, can I aid in uh, bringing her up? Sure, you could do a, uh, a help action, and then Project could do a athletics check to climb yeah. up at advantage. I'll do a help action. Okay. So, Project, go ahead and do that athletics check. You'll do the advantage roll. The athletic. 14. Oh. Perfect. Um, <laughs> you feel a little, like, stunned by this sudden collision with the wall, but you managed to pull yourself up, and you can climb up onto there. But while you were hanging down there, on the map, do you see these very faint outlines right here? Yeah. Yep. The, as you were further down in that cloud, you could see that those masses seem to be floating further down below you. It does appear that there are multiple islands below you as well. Interesting. But they are floating okay. in the air. You don't see, like, water or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so as I climb up, I'm going to shout back at um, our friends, Braca and the captain, and I'm going to say, your way's probably better. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, what are the captain and Braca doing? Captain is in full, like, second-hand mode. Like, whatever Braca needs, he's there to, like, assist. Are yeah. there more lever? Oh, sorry. More levers I haven't played with yet. Okay. So, do you want to say that essentially you're going to tinker with this until you figure out what all the things are? Yep. Okay. We will do that because it'll be a bit faster and less boring for anyone watching than roll this, roll that. Uh, while they're doing this, Pracha and Decim, are you going to stay where you are or are you going to try and continue on? Um, I'm a rat balloon. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? So I am a rat balloon, so like, uh, I'm going to ride this whole levitation ride as long as I can. Okay. Because... Uh, Rats, rats are lazy. Um, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look at Dessam. I'm gonna say. So, do you want to continue this experiment? Do you want to like try to, off island island, or do you want to try to go back? Um. Desm, uh wants to help. That was a very political answer, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin uh, wants to be an ally. He, he looks very excited about the prospect of helping. Uh, he doesn't uh, seem to, to have a uh, an opinion either way, as long as it's helping. All right. I guess the question uh, is, what does Prachi want? Does she want to try yeah. and do that well, again and potentially fall to her doom? <laughs> Yeah, oh. I'm having second thoughts about falling to my doom. Um, hmm. All right, how about we chill on this island for a moment or two, and if need be, if this island moves, 
um, we kind of go with the flow and go to the next place. Or if it goes down, I just toss him in the air and then I'll just dangle. Fine. Okay. So yeah. this may make your total decision, like your, your end decision much easier. Um, as you're waiting for them to figure things out and you're deciding, uh, sooner or later you do notice like some of the islands begin to like rise and fall, not fall, but like move down. Um, and sooner or later, it seems like they've caught on to what each control does and they begin to make those ones that are like way below you rise up and these gaps that are in the map begin to get filled with chunks of, of uh, ground that create a bridge essentially from the one that you're on Pracha and Desam to this larger island to the southeast um, it fills up this area as well so be, you still want to have to do some climbing because the it seems like damage has been done to the edges but there aren't any areas that you would have to like leap over and fear for your lives so Baraka and Captain you managed to create from the southern point where this statue is down here all the way over to this area over here a land bridge and there's other like chunks that are floating up over in other areas that you've managed to like raise up. They don't seem to have a purpose. And there is one ring that no matter what you do with it, it doesn't seem to do anything. Of course there is. There's always a spare part. <laughs> <laughs> and you notice it says I IKEA. It's that tool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you do? I. Hmm. The the rest of the ground here is there dirt? Is there anything dirt or is it more hard rock? As far as what you're like, what's on the top or what's below that? What's below? So it looks like it's kind of a. A combination of the two so some of the uh, chunks as they rise up have more earth but you can see like veins of rock going through it um, but it does appear that like a lot of the tops of what has risen up to create that bridge right. seems to be earthy has some grass on it um, there are some ruins yeah. on them the ruins definitely seem to have been formed as whatever buildings were here crumbled apart as these have been moved around so if there's easily moved earth, Brock is going to look for a place to kind of carve in. Brock fixed it and nice. walked across. Yeah, so you can actually do that right at the uh, this ledge right here before you actually step on the pieces that you've moved up. So you use, like, your mop handle to write Brock fixed it in the ground. And, and, and Brock is posing and flexing. A very big moment for him. Nice. And finally fix something technological. <laughs> and Captain, what are you doing? Are you following him? I think you were muted. Yes, I was. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he will follow. Okay. Bravo. Okay. So does everyone head across the the land bridge? Yes. Sounds way better than where we're going. 
I'm going to move you in that direction as you pull Desim and Braca and Wall Captain. So you all come to this ledge, and as you are walking across, you notice that there is this large statue. The statue itself seems to be. It's a figure. The figure is very androgynous, doesn't appear to be male or female. It's hard to tell. Maybe it's a, it's, it's a little more muscular than typical um, female statues are carved to be, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. And Pracha, you're like, a walk of like a, a walking slab of meat right so it's really hard for you to, to you know decide what the statue is um the hair seems to be kind of um not standing upright but it definitely is like styled almost to appear like flowing smoke or fire it's it's hard to tell again oh. and it's wearing robes um, and laying before it is a very small form that appears to be a person. I'd like to start by taking a couple steps forward so I'm not near the ledge, just sure. in case. Absolutely. Move yourself wherever you'd like to go. And then, if I'm getting a little closer, look. take a look at... The person who seems to be near the statue and look to see, do they seem to be alive, breathing? Did we lose somebody? We did. We lost John. Uh, keep going, right, and we'll I hope he comes back. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at this person. Are you there? Or just there he looking, is. not actually saying anything yet. Yeah. Go ahead and make me a perception check. Is that a 10? So while you're looking at this person, um, really the best that you can determine, it seems like a very small child. Um, smaller than, like its form is um, the ratio of its size seems to be of an older child, but size seems to be that of a younger child so you're you're kind of having a hard time determining what this person is exactly but that's really all you get from where you're at okay and what are the rest of you doing well there's obviously a small child form thing laying on the ground so we should help them <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let, let, let's help the child. Um, I actually look at the others, too. Any of you, you know, bandage things or know anything about healing people at all? I am going to use salt. I mean, to be fair... Pracha, you recall not long ago Decim through some kind of magic yeah, healed Decim, one of Decim the sailors. Did do something. That's true. He's our paladin. Alright. Uh, <laughs> Decim. Do you think you could maybe 
help this small person, child, person. Uh, it's still a person if it's a child. Yeah. yeah. Desm stares. Uh, he he stares at you blankly. Um, and it seems like he doesn't understand what you mean by help this small person. Um. Hmm. Well, let's go over there and we'll check it out. I'm going to walk on over. Yeah. Okay. That's some floating. Um, I'm going to take a look at this child. Are they, like, unconscious? Are there actual visible wounds on them? So as you all get closer, um, Captain, you're the first to notice it, but everyone notices this as they get closer. The child seems to be sleeping and is curled around something that she has in her hands. Um, That item, Captain, to you it looks like uh, a large feather. But while one edge of the feather looks normal in the way that it's like structured like a feather, its colors are weird in the way that they shift as you move and like as the light hits it. Um, Uh Almost like You've seen shells that are like this, uh, like Mother of Pearl, as you move the shell, its iridescence moves around. But the other side of the feather seems to just become smoke, like constantly. So it's just constantly, like, kind of writhing. Um, As the smoke moves away, it disappears. It's not, like, smoking up into the air, but it definitely has this, like, etherealness to it. And as you're watching it it just reminds you of the statue's hair for whatever reason it's the way that it's moving and the way that the statue's hair is stylized in that motion you just automatically connect something about the statue to the the feather mm-hmm. so i'm going to reach down very gently put my hand on this child and then shake vigorously and try to wake this child up. <laughs> when in doubt, shake the baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, so you reach down and you shake the child. Um, she doesn't respond at all. Hmm. Is she Is she breathing? I guess I should do mm-hmm. it a message. Yeah. yeah, she is. She is breathing. She's breathing. Um, it just appears that she's very peacefully at sleep. Maybe we take the feather away from maybe, her. I was thinking that, yeah. Maybe, maybe before taking the feather, we look we look at the statue. Uh, now that we're closer, do it? Do I or maybe anyone else have better idea of what the statue is? So you could. I'll do a group religion or history check. Or if you don't want to do a group one, then each of you may try to do one. Then someone who's competent can try one. <laughs> yeah. Do we have competent people in our group? Not me. I, Not me. I mean, everyone is better than Braca at religion. <laughs> you said religion or history? Religion or history, whichever you prefer. On it. And then I roll 14. Right? 16. Let's see, so Dustin got a 16 plus. 
You can add a sheet here. History would make it a 19. And religion is also a 19. Did anyone get over that? I can't get over that. <laughs> I mean, I Best I can do is tie. <laughs> so, Decim, um, you were pretty sure the the statue is like a stylized rendering of Arius, the god of dreams. Oh. Sing. Um, Desm will uh, make a uh, like a sleeping gesture, you know, with the two two hands against themselves. And, yeah. You know, leaning up against them and then point mm -hmm. to the statue again. Because goddess of dreams is a lot of complicated words that he knows. Um, so Desm points at the statue and, and goes yeah. like this. You can take That's that how you want to. So, uh, but with Baraka, uh, with your 14, I'm, with your religion, yeah. it's right there on the tip of your tongue. You, you're like, I know it. And then as soon as he goes like this, it clicks. You you know that is uh, ah. Arius, the god of dreams. So, so I'm going to look at the statue and ask the statue, hey, you know how to get out of here? <laughs> because, you know, I, I, I have much better dreams when I'm in my own bed, safe at home. I know I'll be my normal size. The statue doesn't respond. Baraka, I'm gonna, actually I'm gonna throw some something in everyone's mind right now. What if this is, you said this was, was this person, Baraka? Remind me again. Uh, stat, uh, Arias. Goddess of Dreams? Yeah. Goddess of Dreams? Okay. So, what if... Stay with me here. What if this tiny child prayed so hard that they were gifted with or found a relic from this goddess or, or were gifted a relic from this god and and decided, uh, and part of this relic is causing the child's dreams to come to life because I have no other way to describe a house made out of candy. That, that makes a lot of sense. I also have no idea how to solve this, but we found the problem. Yeah, yes. We did um, a thing. I, I think I, the captain had an idea of take the feather and take the feather is one idea. Okay. The other idea could be just think really, really hard. I wish I was home. I wish I was home. I wish <laughs> I was home. But if we take the feather, we need to be careful who takes the feather. That's true. Don't because, let Desson do it. Yeah, I don't. I, I love Desson. I, I think I consider him part of my crew. No, but I think I would die instantly is, if he yes. was dreaming. We would all die. He can't survive in his world. <laughs> Only he can survive in his world. Um, On the other hand, there'd be pretty interesting beverages. Ooh, there would be upsides. We should we should consider this a little deeply, though. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Okay. 
So we should try the I wish I was home technique. Okay. But I'm I'm going to put my arms around the child, as I say, and ho- hoping that I could take her with us, potentially. Okay. So do you do you just, like, touch her, like, like, you reach down and, like, hold her, or are you going to, like, pick her up and carry her? What's your... I'm, I'm, get, I'm going to try and pick her up, carry her, and click my hooves together. Okay. <laughs> so as you pick her up, um, she's very light, and it dawns on you that she's probably a halfling child that's why she's so small like she definitely has some features in her face that remind you of halflings that you've seen but the areas that you're in they're not super common so you're pretty sure that's why but you're not 100 percent sure um and you begin wishing yourself home essentially and you the rest of you hear him click his his hooves together um make a a wisdom save Braca, sorry. Okay. So as you're holding her, the rest of you are watching, and you notice, like, the smoke from the feather begins to kind of, like, move around a little bit more willfully and kind of circles around Braca a little bit, but nothing, nothing happens. Um, Captain, you notice, though, that the girl's face kind of scrunches up like she's maybe having a bad dream. Uh, <laughs> do you tell Braca? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell Braca, be careful, because if it is uh, her, she looks like her dreams are shifting. And I'm going to look around to make sure that there's not a volcano in the background or some other, like, sudden shift in this potential dream world. Yeah. Make a perception check. Come on, Kevin. As I try to gently put her down. Hmm. Nice. You don't, you don't see anything. There are definitely no volcanoes. Um, um, yeah. Cap- Captain. Uh-huh. Our, our resident magic user, um, experts in all things magic, uh, <laughs> might as well be as a wizard. Um, <laughs> can I get you? Is it possible that the way to break her out of it is like go into because she is obviously, I mean she's dreaming and when you dream you usually dream of yourself so she's either somewhere here or in deeper somewhere else right so is there like a like a can we get in there somehow to to maybe wake her up or i don't Uh, know if that's or do we all touch the feather or i don't want to i don't want to we're at a good point and i don't want to mess things up by right. throwing Decim off the cliff and then banging into a cliff myself again. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay, so I will do, can I do an arcana check to sure, see if absolutely. in my mastery of magic I've ever come across anything like this? Or are you, why are you always so hard to find? I mean, that's 
it's pretty far out of your purview. You're just like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it, is, that, uh, it is a solid maybe. That is a, a sound tactic. It makes perfect sense. Uh, I'm not sure how we would go about doing that. Uh, we all touched the feather. Okay. Is that Has, we, no one's touched the feather yet, right? We've <laughs> all avoided so far? Okay. Uh, Rocket Volunteers is tribute. <laughs> oh, God. And may the odds be ever in your favor. Brave, brave hero. <laughs> <laughs> so, Braca, you want to... Do you want to touch the feather, or do you want to try and take it from the girl? I want to try and just touch the feather and, and say to the girl, I, I, I'm just going to try and experience a little more of what you're experiencing to maybe talk yeah. or understand you better. And then, you, and then you're going to touch it? Yeah, and then I'm okay. going to touch it. So are you holding her, or are you? did you crouch down next to her to do this? I... I tried to let lay her down as gently as possible, and okay. then I'm going to crouch down. Okay. So Bracca lays the girl down, um, and she just kind of, like, moves and, like, seems to get more comfortable, but her hand is still just, like, clenching that feather. And Bracca kneels down and, you know, like, softly speaks to her. Captain, you probably hear it, and I feel like... Pracha does, but Desim is just kind of like floating in like a balloon. Um, and then Braca reaches out and touches the feather. And Braca, you are standing in a house um, where all of these like fantastic things are all around you. There's like furniture made of candy canes and like there's a bed and it seems like it's made out of like cake potentially, but sleeping on the bed is the girl. Uh, she doesn't have the feather. And, like, in the corner are all these life-size dolls that seem to watch you. And over there is a, a smaller version of that pink dinosaur you saw. Um, it also seems to be watching you. What do you do? Uh, they're all watching me. I gotta wave it. Hi, I'm, I'm Braca. I'm, well, I'm not quite the pet horsey, but I'm the horsey who's come here to play. Right. Um, very softly you hear. <laughs> Sound of death. <laughs> Can I come in? Dangerous sound. <laughs> uh, nothing <laughs> moves to stop you. Then I'm going to start, you know, calmly moving in like I was invited. Yeah. So do you head towards the bed? Yeah, and, and you know, I'm, I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna you know say say hi to as many dolls as possible and I'm gonna say hi hi to the pink dinosaur. Yeah. Um so you walk by all of them and even though you don't see them move, you feel in your heart that they are watching you. Like, it's just this feeling you can't seem to make go away. And you make it to the bed, and you look down, and she's just peacefully sleeping. Um, what do you do? So she's peacefully sleeping. I said, hey, can, can you hear me? I mean, I I know that you, you may be 
you know, kind of th thinking about playing with all these toys, but do, do you ever get lonely? So as you're talking, um, she slowly opens her eyes and kind of blinks the sleep away. Who are you? I'm, I'm Braca, and you know, I, I, I came to see you because it, you, you've been sleeping for a really long time, and I think there, there, there may be some people in the town who are worried about you. I don't think there anyone's some really worried weird about me. No again. one cares about me. Well, you know, uh, some sometimes it seems like people don't really care about you until you, you leave home. Because I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you a little secret. I, I had to go away from my home and my parents and my sister too. They they didn't understand me. So I I, I kind of had to go home for a bit and yeah, kind of do things on my own and. Uh, Play with a bunch of toys and well i couldn't really get them to work and i broke the first set and i broke the second set and then uh my friend project got really really mad at me as i broke the third set i wasn't trying to i, I was trying to fix them all but i i, I broke them is your friend project still mad at you i don't think so she sounds like a nice friend I don't have she friends is. like she, that. She's a good friend. Everyone hears me well, to me because I'm so short. I mean, I, I, you know, it, it, it took me a while to, to find friends and, you know, they, you know, that, that's kind of why I had to, you know, leave home and go on an adventure. But, you know, I went on an adventure and I, and I found friends. You're an adventurer? That's awesome. Yeah. What adventures have you had? Yeah. Do you want to stay here with my friends? Well, I mean, it, it, it I might be friends. kind of, but at, at, the, at the same time, I've got to go, I, I've got friends already. And so but you I, could I be think my it'd friend. be a lot, a lot more fun if you, if you could like meet them all. And she like glances and, over at all of the toys you know, that are like standing there. To them all. Because... One of the things that I, I learned and I know was it, it was really hard, but you know, the the, the friends that I kind of made, and I'm going to show show my tinkerers tools a little bit to to try to give the impression of yes, I could theoretically make toys. You know, the yeah. the friends I made, I, I realized that you know they're they, they're not quite as fun, and you know it could be real. I know it can be really really scary to to try and go out and meet new friends who may not quite understand you in the beginning, but you know, you, you spend some time, you, you get to know them and you know, either they'll, they'll get to know you and like you or you say, nah, they're jerks. I'm going to go off and find other friends. She reaches out and like puts her hand on your nose. Do you do anything? No. Uh, she just like rubs your nose and she's like, your nose is soft. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and, and you know, if if you go out and meet a bunch of people, you'll find some 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 with soft noses. You'll find some with really pointy noses. Yeah, you'll find some with whiskers. Ooh, I like whiskers. And it's great, you know, if I, meeting a whole bunch of different people. And you know, I know it's really it can be really scary sometimes to give them a chance, but it's worth it. So she's eyeing like 
all of the toys that are in the corner, and she just, like, sighs deep. If I leave here, do I have to leave all my new friends? I don't think so. Well, that wouldn't be so bad. What do you do? What do you, so what do you say? Are, 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 are you willing to be like a really brave adventurer and give it a try? I could be an adventurer like you? Yeah, you know. But you, you just be, you know, be really brave, which I know you can do. Can I go on adventures with you? Maybe. We'll, we'll, th- we'll have to th- think about that. You know, we could, you know, if if we could get home, but at the very least, you know, it, it'll be a great adventure, and you can meet more people. That wouldn't be so bad. The people I know kind of suck. Yeah, yeah, I feel it. Do, uh, do I get a sense of how old she is? It's really hard to tell because she is so small. But if you were to guess, she's probably six or seven. Okay, so so de- definitely younger than Braca was when he, you know, left home. Yeah. But he he gets the he gets the feeling. Um, so she you know kind of looks around, and she mumbles to herself about she wishes Fifi had whiskers, and she glances over at the dinosaur. But. If I can meet people that have whiskers, that'd be cool, too. Sure, I'll go home. Is there anything else that you do? Uh, not right away. Hope, hope that this means we all get to go home. Okay. So, Captain and Pracha and Desim, like, a few moments go by not long um and you see like the the girl kind of like tenses up a little bit and her face looks a little squishy and you hear things moving in the clouds behind you but you look around and you never see anything and then her hand slowly lets go of the feather and then as it falls to the ground and just like stops smoking it's still like that kind of of uh scintillating colors and such but it stops smoking um, the area around you fades away and you're standing in what appears to be like a um, uh, quick name a funhouse room somebody because <laughs> I'm not thinking of anything you... uh, that weird room with all like the hanging like bags that like hit you Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, like, you're standing in the middle of this, and the girl's, like, on the ground next to Braca, who opens his eyes and looks around. Um, there's light in here, but it's very, like, dim and ambient. Uh, kind of jarring going from, like, this outdoor area into here, but you feel like you are back in that funhouse. Is Braca awake? He is. Did you say that? Okay. Braca. And the girl like sits up and yawns. 
fix it. Well, I'm gonna carefully grab my bag and engulf the feather okay. in that bag nice. to make sure she doesn't touch it again. Okay. And not touch do my best to not touch it myself yeah. either, just to get it away from her. Excellent. Captain, what are you doing? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll like a, a quick congratulations, like nod to, to Braca, like save the day. Because I assumed at some point we were like, is Braca coming back? Like, he's in there by himself. Right. <laughs> and Desim, what are you doing? Um, <clears throat> before we faded back into this particular world here, mm -hmm. um, you said that there was there was smoke still coming from that feather yeah so as she was grasping it it seemed like it was smoking the smoke more like danced around it as opposed to like smoking off like you would expect smoke to behave uh, like it wasn't disappearing into the air and and like you know like smoke does but more like just staying around the feather like is it kind of like smoke you could potentially like scoop if in a bottle no, you, you definitely get the feeling it would not because it was just staying where it was. It it didn't seem like it was separate from the feather at all. It was more like it was part of the feather. Super weird. All right. Um, well, then I'm super pleased to not the other place was. Uh, this feels a lot more uh, substantial. Uh, but I will go down to the ground because there's those weird things that, that hit you. Yeah. So Dustin lands lightly yeah. on his feet. Um, a couple of the things are swinging. Obviously, he had bumped into them. Uh, Captain, you hear outside uh, voices that are talking, like many people. Uh, so I'm going to like run out to see if like maybe everyone's normal size. Yeah. Are you going out the way you came in or... Out the indoor. Um, I'm going out the indoor with the assumption that we came in through the like exit. Right. So hopefully we're closer to the entrance now. Yeah. So you go through a few more rooms. There's one that's everything has been like attached to the ceiling somehow. So like there's an upside down table, and it's weird because it has like a tablecloth, but the tablecloth is also hanging mm -hmm. up like it like it would be if it was on the table correctly. Um, some other rooms uh, and you make it outside and all of the people have returned to their normal size and, are, size and are kind of milling around you also see several people that are dressed in brilliant colors uh, there's a guy on stilts that has really long stripy pants uh, but everyone seems to be talking with one another like it's not like life has returned to the way it was it's obvious that everyone has now returned to the way that they are but are aware right. of the the change gotcha is everyone going out with the captain yeah okay gonna yeah yeah so since we are just a little bit over on time we're gonna wrap up this way i'm just gonna explain a little bit to you guys if that's all right um you you find out that the carnies essentially also had been transformed, but a lot of them were transformed into things they can't remember. Um, but some of the people say, you were a doll just a second ago, or you were like some kind of toy or something like that. Um, 
you do find out that a body was found behind the the funhouse. It seems to be a sailor, and he has these huge puncture holes in him. And uh. kind of littered around the area um, are these moths that had been in a cage. They're like these brilliant orange moths that are like, you've never seen anything like it. But as you think about it, the design that's on their wings looks really familiar, like those moths that you saw yeah. in in there, but they're like, um, now that you're seeing them in the light instead of in the dark, you can see that they're like very pretty to look at. Uh, and you find out somebody, like the, the carnival itself had had like a, a container that had them in it. Um, you see several of the creatures that are in the, the zoo. There's a winged uh, wolf. It has like these huge bat wings and the wolf is actually kind of this strange green color and it just seems to like exude this darkness that rolls around him um i think i is there anything that you had questions about that i'm forgetting okay um, and they do find a squeaky dinosaur that's laying nearby. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> and the girl who tells you that her name is Mariah, she runs over and she picks him up. She's like, Fifi, there you are. I still wish you had whiskers. But, like, as she looks around, you notice that most of the people in town either don't pay attention to her or there are some of the kids that just kind of, like, pointedly ignore her or like um kind of glare at her and walk off like you don't see anyone that seems to care she's there what do you do um we need to find her a better place yeah we do yeah like a nice little halfling family uh hey mariah Yes. Do you want to come with us? <gasps> Can I go on adventures? Kind of an adventure. An yes. Adventure, yes. Kind of like a quest. Can Fifi come? Fifi can come. Yes. The quest to, the quest to find the bestest family. <gasps> she just saw a, Decim, a and she just runs over and starts pulling on Decim, and she's like, what are you? And she's like he, rubbing his fur. He's a Decim. You're amazing. He can fly sometimes. <gasps> can you make like me fly? Uh, Desm, Desm, uh, he doesn't know what to do and uh, uh, stares at the small, small, <laughs> small person. Um, um, after a while, she just like her attention span shifts and she goes over and she like just kind of like not like unintentionally but she's not even really paying attention her hand just like reaches up and grabs Braca's hand and she's just like looking around where are we going question uh yeah do, do we have any way out? like a ship I, want, I wonder if there's still the pirate cats in charge of that ship pirates so do you want to head that direction? Like a lot of people are still trying to figure out, like there's a lot of uh, people talking like, what happened? What's going on? How many, like how long has this even been? Um, so do you just head out? 
I mean, there, there's definitely an upside to just uh, commandeering the ship now before anyone knows we commandeered it. That is totally fair. Um, as you are walking down the docks, you do see people moving around on the ship now. Um, they seem to be prepping it to leave, Captain. Like, you can tell that they're they're getting ready to head out. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you do? Uh, so we, we got my our, our, like the rest of the crew on our way down, I'm assuming, right? The rest of the crew. Yeah, because we had some people who... Oh, they were oh, not doing great. Crew. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so you pick up um, the others that I can't... Barnabas and... Yeah, yeah, you find right. them all. Um, okay. They um, they tell you of random things that they have seen as well. Like, they're, they found a house that the entire thing was made out of candy, and they went inside, and there was, like, once they walked in, they became really tiny. Can you believe that? It was so weird. And, like, they were climbing around, and, like, the entire, all of the food on the table was, like, cakes and candies and all that. And so they actually spent most of their time there. Um, trying to figure out what the hell was going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Uh, well, I will uh, feign surprise if, like, you guys have had it so, so hard. I'm so sorry. I left your hair. I'll make it up to you by giving you a glass of seawater or something at some point. All right, let's go. <laughs> um, and then when I see the cat pirates who are no longer cat pirates, yeah. I will be very disappointed. Um, but then hurry back and try to meet with that one feisty cat who was like, "Get off my ship!" It, like cat language. Yeah. So as you're as you're walking down, um, you see. Uh oh, my brain just turned off and I forgot his name. There he is. So walking on the deck and talking with some of the sailors is a one-armed scrag. That looks just like Jojen. Oh, shit. This is going to be rough. <laughs> and he's just like talking and gesturing with his single arm. Uh-huh. <laughs> and next to him is standing a very short blue person that looks like a carved ice cube that's moving around. Uh-huh. I don't care about him. Jojen's alive. <laughs> so, uh, what do you do? We found him. Uh, I will run to Jojen. And like yell his name, like oh my god, you're alive! And just like yell lots of questions. Where were you? Why did you come back? What happened to your arm? I think I saw it. I should have got it. Like just rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, so when you calm down and he's actually able to respond to you, uh, he says that these creatures attacked him while he was down trying to retrieve something, and one tore his arm off, so he had to you know split. But fortunately, you know, Scrag, they they just regenerate. Right. Um, if he had his arm, he could just reattach it. Did you said you saw it? Uh, I did see it, and then something attacked me. Oh, uh, that's too bad. So I he doesn't seem that put out, but yeah. <laughs> um, while he's talking, Pracha, Desum, and Braca, what are you doing? Is it Freed? Yeah. So if you follow him, you definitely see Freed standing there, um, hey! and it looks like. It looks like he's talking with the sailors and he looks over and sees you and his eyes get really big and he runs over and Captain Morgan, what does Freed do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, in this situation, I will say Captain Morgan and Freed will be 
very similar. Run over and like massive hugs. Yeah. I don't know if everyone's comfortable with like being hugged by an ice statue, but he's like, oh my god, I missed you so much. And I missed you too. <laughs> so the the uh, so much. The, the the bit that you and I filmed, Chaz, that was like what happened to Freed while he was gone. We finally yeah. get to put that up for people to find out. <laughs> but what you don't don't know, because we weren't really sure where it was going to end, is while yeah. you were sailing back on your little makeshift raft, um, the Scrag pops up and is like, <laughs> hey, I've been wounded. I only have one arm. I could make it to shore, but it would be easier if I could just, like, hang on to your raft while you were, and I can pull you. Are you going this way? Can we just go right. this way together? And so the two of you essentially have arrived in this um, place, and you, it was deserted, like, 20 minutes ago. Right. But all of a sudden, the sailors were running around, and everyone's, like, trying to figure out what the hell just happened. And so you've been talking with them as they've been explaining how they were cats, and this just doesn't make any sense, but they got turned into cats, and they essentially, like, have been trying to solve all of that while also hunting rats... Um, throughout the city which was very strange for them but there were also some other like there were some dogs that didn't like them and there was like some strange creature that was like running around squeaking at them Um, and so it's been a very trying couple of days but they're getting ready to GTFO because screw this place (laughs) and you were trying to get them to take you back to Shelzar yes okay Yes. So everyone is together. We did it. Yay. Well, well real quick. Yeah. You said that we're big again, right? You are big again, yep. And by this the time, you're no longer floating. The town is like it used to be, right? Yeah, none of those buildings that were candy or frosting covered or like changed are that way anymore. It just seems like a normal village. So that place with the bottles is still there, right? It, it is. And everyone else seems to be distracted. So let's go and raid that place again. Sure. So what would you That's do? What I'm, gonna do. I'm gonna go raid that bottle place. So are you gonna go try and get more I mean the last time you were here you essentially just swiped everything off of them in like off the counters into some bags. So what else would yeah. you try and take? Essentially you've kind of wiped it out. Hmm. Is there any like related equipment? Uh, you could try looking around, yeah. Do an investigation check. Uh, your bonus that is a 14 investigation so it gives you a 17 uh you do manage to find like some um some apparatus that you feel is like a distilling kit that would help you make potions perfect cool um swipe that any any um plant material uh odd looking um ingredients sort of looking things uh you could find some like random bottles of of stuff that's like different you know some here's some i have newton here's some uh 
weird mushrooms and stuff like that. Sure. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just kind of scuttle all that into my bag and then um, scurry back down, uh, try and do it as quickly as possible. I can't, I can't, uh, can't be left behind. Gotcha. So you're at a crossroads. Um, Pracha, you kind of feel like this feather could be worth a lot of money. Okay, yep. Um, You're Mm -hmm. also not really sure what's going on back at the shop. You kind of feel responsible for it. Uh, You feel like you should head back to Shelzar. Yeah. On the way, you're going to think about what you should do with the feather, whether or not you should sell it, or lock it up. (laughs) Whether it's something that should even be bothered with. But the question from here is, what do Freed, Braca, and Decim want to do? Do you want to return to Shelzar with Pracha? Do you want to go on? Um, do you like? Do you have a a place that you? Do you have a direction? I mean, we do have an unfinished quest, which is to find some sort of uh, pitchfork or something. Um, <laughs> Oh in. my god, yeah. <laughs> you have a lot yeah, of unfinished yeah, we, we, we have unfinished business back back in uh Okay. Is that what it the is back in Shell well I mean there's work to be done for the shop. Um right. and that was the thing that was gonna make us some money. I remember we haven't had to pay it yet. Okay. So everyone's gonna hop on the boat as it heads back to Shellzar? Is that what I'm picking up? Yeah. A quick That's question. I remember yeah. someone talking about like a mask day, and that was going to be like pay, a big payday, but that also had like a deadline. Yeah. We still have a ways off for that deadline, right? Yeah, you've got about uh, two, just over two and a half months. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well, we will end there with everyone on the boat prepping to leave for Shelzar. Knowing that when you get back there, Pracha is going to head back to the shop to keep an eye on things until Katie can come back and rejoin the adventuring party. Yay! So I want to thank everyone for watching today. Um, If you're watching this later on on YouTube or listening on podcast, thanks so much. Um, Please follow everyone. Uh, I'll put all of the the links for everybody in the show notes. we're going to do some outros here. Everyone gets to introduce themselves and tell us what they're doing in the world. But we're going to start with Pracha, who is leaving us this week to go be an adult, which we totally understand. <laughs> so, Pracha, tell us all about yourself. Um, my name, I played Pracha. Um, I love playing with this group. Uh, my real name is Katie. Um I do a lot of writing for various tabletop books, a lot of uh, stuff for Onyx Path, and uh, in my real life, I uh, am the event site coordinator for weddings, and things are opening up, so wedding season has just begun, Um, and I just want to take a moment to say that these guys right here are absolutely awesome, and you should, you know, just watch the show as much as possible, because these guys are hilarious and I've loved gaming with them. So thank you guys. It's really been a real pleasure. 
Uh, and hopefully I'll get to come back soon after wedding season. And thank you. Bye. You're amazing. Um, and then <laughs> other, otherwise you can follow me at, and uh, Katie Griffin writer on Facebook and then, or check out uh, a website that where I do some work through, which is www.mostimprobable.com. And that's about it. Thank awesome. you guys. And check out all of her published stuff on drive through RPG. Uh, you have um, Dystopia Rising. Is that right? Yep. Dystopia Rising Evolution. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Go pick that up. It's awesome. Uh, are you still hosting your games? I am. Okay. When every, every, every other Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Perfect. So you still can watch Katie do gaming every other Wednesday on her channel, which is... Oh, Eastern, Eastern Time. Uh, see the Griffin. So see... And then the and then Griffin. Cool. Um, every other Wednesday, seven thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Perfect. All right, Braca, how about you? Hi, I'm Noah, and you and I play Braca Blue. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Noah Graham, or you'll find some of the stuff that I've written on the DMs Guild. Uh, and yep, you know, other than that. It, doing some trying to plan for upcoming uh, online events. Yeah. Nice. All right. And Captain Morgan slash now freed again. Yay. Uh, hi. So I am Chaz um, and I have been playing Captain Canras Morgan. Uh, lovely guy. And I'm now switching back to freed who has made it back with his family and friends. Yay. Um, and when I'm not playing this, I am a researcher who studies how music affects narrative and interactive spaces. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Nice. And uh, soon on the YouTube channel and on podcast, the, uh, the adventure, the solo adventures of Freed will be available so you can find out as a watcher what happened to Freed. There are things that are yet to be learned by the the group, which is going to be entertaining. Uh, and last, but absolutely not least, Desim, tell us all about yourself. John and I play Desim. And, uh, I'm a nerd, and I love to play uh, role-playing games with uh, awesome people like you guys. No, like you. Uh, no, stop. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Distillosaurus Rex. Yay. show uh, my here in Ireland making whiskey. Awesome. And Hooray. I, oh, what's that? All right. Hooray. <laughs> Sorry. And I Hooray. am Jeremy Bunkhalter. Yay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at WHPubs or on Facebook at WH Publications. You can go to whpublications.com um, to catch up on all of the things that I'm doing, as long as I'm keeping things caught up, which I haven't been doing, so I should do that. Uh, otherwise, I publish on DriveThruRPG and DMs Guild. And that just seems to be life right now. Yeah, I think that's everything. So everyone stay safe, take care of one another, uh, be healthy, take care of yourselves, and we will see you next time on the Curiosity Cache. Bye!